Fox is not a drill. Beautiful faces and beautiful smiles. South Carolina's beautiful child. This is what it is. Welcome back, family. This is the Brief Podcast, and I'm your host, Ra, also known as Seven. And wow, man, we're back again for another great week, another great episode, and um, <laughs> a super nice, super dope conversation. Um, this one this week, y'all, is very, very important to me, is very dear to me. Um, this one, again, comes from one of my personal experiences of life. The experience is me living as a single parent equally important to me living as a single father a double value of this particular conversation today is man my son turns 18 years of age today and i'm so excited i'm super proud of you son zion you've always been the best kid You've always been a great friend. You've made parenting super, super simplistic for myself and for your mom. And man, you are amazing. And I remember everything from the time we was pregnant to the time we brought you home from the hospital to the first time you began to walk at nine months. All of your sports and soccer and football and learning how to drive and everything now you're 18 years today so i say to you bro i love you i'm hella proud of you and man you saved my life more times than i can even freaking count so i salute to you zion happy birthday son also i'd be super remiss if um i wasn't able to mention tangy you you were the best mom anybody could ever ask for. Even though you left here in the physical February 2016, it's not a day that goes by that we don't remember you. It's not a day that goes by we don't honor you. And I want to say, man, thank you. Rest in heaven. Rest in peace. We love you, man. Our baby boy is 18 years old today. And it's a highly, highly appreciated milestone. And so today's conversation again is about my perspective as a single father. And single parenting itself, in my opinion, one, it isn't natural. Two, it's definitely not easy. And anytime you allow certain other voices to come into play, like the court system's or, you know, old negative aunties or uncles or whoever speaking negativity. Shit begins to go left. Unfortunately, the child or the children, they are the ones who suffer. And so what I've learned through being a single father is co-parenting is super, super important. So a single father's perspective is today's conversation. I hope you guys enjoy.
And so, like I said, today's conversation is a single father's perspective. This is my personal experience. And Zion, man, you actually, because of you, bro, you actually made me an actual parent. And I can't thank you enough, man, because honestly, this position actually changed my life. And I'm thankful for it. And um, like I said before, bro, you have literally made this parenting gig to be one of the most simplistic things I've ever walked through in my life. And even though there was no handbook to it, your mom and I, we leaned on our respect for one another. We leaned on our communication. And also we leaned on the truth. And that honestly became our format for co-parenting because with co-parenting you have to have communication you have to become unselfish and you have to literally respect the objectivity of time so today's conversation we're going to talk about the four p's to parenting and this is honestly just on me These four P's are for every parent to every child. And so every child needs protection. Every child needs provision. Every child needs a parent's presence. And last but not least, every child needs to get praise from his or her parents or parents. One of the things that I figured a long time ago when it comes to parenting was if you bring some childhood scar up to your adulthood and you never deal with that shit, chances are you're going to be able to pass something down to your child or children that they realistically don't deserve. And what I basically, what I mean is it can be something as simple as you believing that your parents didn't show you affection when you were growing up or any other you know traumatic roadblocks or anything that's painful because if you never deal with them they're only going to cause more problems later on oftentimes again not for you or even the other parent but definitely for that child or for the children and so yeah protection provision presence and praise the reason these four p's are super important as a parent and equally important as a single father for me because it serves as the very framework for how mature parenting really can work and honestly should work one of the first most important things within parenthood i've realized as a single father was establishing structure structure is super important because everybody needs it everybody deserves it I've often thought that our children are really just miniature versions of us and everyone needs something to adhere to the next would be responsibility as a single father I quickly realized that I had the same responsibility same level of responsibility as my counterpart my son's mother there was no room for excuses there was no real room for do-overs we had to get it right 
often the first time around. And another important factor is the factor of time. And this one is super important all across the board with a lot of single fathers because, man, time is our greatest asset as human beings. And kids, they really don't care about money. They only really realistically desire our time. And as young single fathers, we can't allow ourselves to continue to make excuses or as the reasons why our children don't get to spend time with us. That's lame, and it is nothing more than a simple excuse. Another key factor is communication. (laughs) As always say, communication is currency, and it'll always be key in my book. If egos, pride, and selfishness are placed to the side, we will literally see communication at its very best. It has the power to clear the air. It has the power to move mountains. After all, it's exactly the very first thing that God gave us all. Another thing would be distance. I don't care (laughs) where or what the distance was between my son and I at any given time. I make damn sure I would see him because he didn't deserve to have a one-sided parenthood relationship. And distance is also a breeding ground, again, for excuses. Sometimes with distance, it's easy to make up a lot of nonsense about money and the argument around finances or the back and forth with the baby's mother or even this one is a classic one. I had no transportation to see my child. It's crazy. It's crazy because when there's distance and time between you and your child, you have to treat that space almost like a planning phase. Or in my opinion, it's definitely more important than you having transportation even back and forth to your place of employment. Another cool attribute of parenthood, the attribute of fun. Every chance we got, we played. And me and Zion would just do the most silliest things. Oddly enough, looking back now, I realize that was a major part of our bonding. And I can honestly say to this day, man, my son is definitely one of my best friends. But with the attribute of fun, sometimes a bit difficult in the beginning to create a work-life balance. But what I found is by focusing on my son, this actually became a lot easier than what I anticipated earlier, even being an entrepreneur. Also working a nine to five in a very, very vigorous and demanding medical field. We begin to talk about growth plans. As Zion got older and goals and things like credit, you know, the stuff that they really don't teach in school. And um, <laughs> as parents, is really our job anyways. The goals can be something starting as simple as making sure that his bedroom is clean every day not just at your home, but also at his mother's house. 
because of the consistency of rules in both homes in turn helps the child out in the long run because it's almost like it's just one home. And again, that's one of the key hacks for co-parenting. It's to operate as if it's one home, even though physically it's two. Both parents have to be on one accord. And again, this is why communication, again, is so important. As Zion began to grow, I began to travel a little bit more like I used to. And this time around, traveling was centered around a new set of principles. And those principles were rooted in a basic rule that I had created for myself and for my life. And the rule was very simple. If my son cannot go, chances are there's probably a place that I too did not need to visit. This little rule right here saved me from a whole lot of heartache and probably a whole lot of dumb decisions that easily could have been made. This decision will later on also have a positive impact on my social life. Lots of major changes was easily made. It made me more focused and more zeroed in to my son, to his life, his needs, all of the things that mattered inside his little world. What I've realized being an active father in my son's life, every day is actually Father's Day. And the truth is we don't need I made up holiday to be celebrated. All I actually ever wanted and both needed was my son to look at me with the love in his eyes and understood that I've always been here attempting to make our lives better for all of us. This care and understanding has forged a bond between my son and I that goes beyond this life as a structured family, we found out, and sometimes it really doesn't matter what you do in life. Tragedies and atrocities is always right around the corner. I couldn't really wrap my mind around it. Single father, 13-year-old son. I had lost my mom only a few years prior. But even as a grown man at 40 losing my mom, this was way different with him only being 13 when we lost 10 back in 2016. But again, the only thing I knew to do was to lean on truth. And I told Zai, all we needed to do was just handle life one moment at a time, thinking about a day, thinking even about tomorrow is too great. This moment right now is all we have and within our control we would do our best to make sure that we honor the moment while we honor mommy. You see, these were the cards that we were dealt. And even though that may be somewhat of an analogy, I used to tell them all the time, these cards, these cards are our cards and we can do one or two things. We can sit at this table and play these cards out to the best of our ability and make damn sure that we win the game or we can fold and walk away from the table. Folding wasn't in our, wasn't in our history. So every day we seek, we seek to get better at this life thing and we do it together. I'm constantly reminded of all the many conversations that Tan and I had over the years. And so 
through memory, she continues to give input for how she wanted things to be for our son. And it has been a very, very difficult road. And I wish that she was here. But again, those are not the cards that we were dealt. So I'm constantly reminded to live by principle and by standards, much like the four Ps, protection, provision, presence, and making sure that our kid is getting the praise that he damn well deserves. Our story, our story starts off when I was 28 years of age. Man, I was so afraid in 2001 which was probably the last time in my life I've ever been afraid of anything, to be honest. Back then, I had no idea what it meant to be a father. And I honestly didn't think that I was enough or knew enough to basically raise a whole nother human being. How could I know what to say? How could I lead him in the right direction? How could I protect him when he needed to be protected? But the craziest thing in life is this, I never needed to know because God knew. The foresight that God actually had and created and crafted me with, he knew, as he knows all things. So in our early years, (laughs) I would just sit and watch this baby just do the most amazing feats. Hell, he was walking at nine months, (laughs) not long after. He would started to talk, always quick, always fast, super intelligent, hand and eye coordination was on point. I remember how his mom used to always sing to him. (laughs) Her favorite artist at the time was the legendary Lauryn Hill, one part of the trio, the Fugees. And um, the song, My Zion, was a song that the two of them shared often. She would sing, he would laugh, she would be in full concert mode. But recently I began to think about the lyrics of that song, in particular verse two. There's a part of the song, it speaks on the perils that would actually come. I've never been in love like this before. Now let me pray to keep you from the perils that will surely come. It reminded me of our life. It reminded me of our personal story. The perils or tragedy, it did come. But man, every single day, we become stronger. We understand more. And we look to season the moment to making our relationship stronger and stronger. I tell them often that no matter what, no matter how old he is, no matter if the sky is even to fall one day, if I'm ever needed, a simple phone call or just call out and I'll be there because that's what fathers do. Single or not, our children are our children and we have so much to give. So if you're a single father who's having a time trying to adjust, my unsolicited advice is you can always Make changes if necessary. Don't ever allow another entity or another person or another thing to make permanent decisions for your life. Communicate. You can do it. I too was afraid at one point 
But like I said, man, today, wow, 18 years later, here we are. This young man is about to enter a whole new phase of his life. And he's at the doorway of young adulthood. And I'm proud to be his father. I'm proud to call him my son. And I'm proud that God chose us for this journey. Thank you for allowing me to have this conversation. Thank you for allowing me to introduce my four P's to parenting, protection, provision, presence, and praise. And before I forget, if you have anything good to say to a child, any child, anyone's child, please refrain from saying anything at all. They are the future. They are the gift from God himself. Brief the podcast. Peace. Please try again later. We're sorry. All circuits are busy. Please try again.